Tis but thy name that is my enemy. Thou art thyself, though not a Montague. Oh, be some other name. What's in a name? That which we call a rose by any other name would smell as sweet. Romeo and Juliet, William Shakespeare. You're listening to Writing Roots, brought to you by Aspen House Publishing. Welcome to Writing Roots. I'm Lee Hole. And I'm Liesis. And it's all about names today. Yes. We're getting into December, and this month we wanted to answer questions. Every episode we're going to address a question of some sort. Most of these are questions that we found online. We've also, in the business, we've heard a lot of the same questions over and over again. And so this whole podcast is about addressing those questions. So we wanted to address more of them in this shotgun approach to answering a bunch of questions. And we will have two to three questions answered per episode. If you couldn't tell by our opener, this episode, we're going to be focusing on names. What's in a name? So let's start with the name that you go by as an author. Do you go by your name? Do you choose a pen name? That is one of the biggest questions I see out there is how do I pick a pen name? My first response is always, do you really need a pen name? Should you have a pen name? Yes, it's fun, but is there a reason to it? Because there's a lot more work behind having a pen name. We are recording from California, and if you are an author in California with a pen name, you have to have a fictitious business license in order to have a pen name. But some people have names that are unremarkable, boring, bland, that honestly don't stand out. If your name is John Smith, you probably shouldn't be publishing under the name John Smith. Alternatively, if your name is Saint-Jérôme, then maybe you should get a little more pronounceable of a name. If that's your name, I I really pity you. I'm just going to say that. So both of us doing this podcast, Lee and Lee, these are our pen names. Mine is closer to my real name. Lee is short for Ashley. But one of the reasons I chose to go by Lee is because I am an action author. And instinctively, if you don't know either author and you're an avid action reader, you're going to pick up the one written by the dude. It sounds a little sexist, but that's just how it is. 90% of action authors out there, if not 99% of action authors out there that are popular, best-selling, they're males. A lot of the reason people are drawn to action as a genre is they want to skip over all the touchy-feely stuff. There's no need for a romantic subplot in your fight scenes. Please, please. (laughs) For me, my pen name is Lee Hull. It's a combination of my middle name and my maiden name. In part, I chose it because my married name and my first name are a little bit unwieldy. They're rather long. And my last name, honestly, I'm still trying to figure out how to pronounce it. And I've been married for almost five years. So because I'm a fantasy author, I chose to pick a name that would fit well with that genre. So let's say you've decided, yes, I want a pen name. One of the first questions you should ask yourself is about branding. How will I be able to brand this? Lee, L-E-Y, is almost unheard of. If you're searching for Crystal Smith, then you're going to have a hard time narrowing down which Crystal Smith you're looking for. If you're looking for Lee, L-E-Y, S's, I am the only one in the world that I know of. So it's a lot easier to brand. And then you're going for pronounceability as well. 
Something else to keep in mind when you're coming up with your pen name is your last name and where it falls in the bookshelf. Obviously, every bookshelf is different, but you want your name to fall at approximately eye level. So if you have the full bookshelf and A is at the top, Z is at the bottom, the optimum range is going to be between E and K. If you're going for mostly digital, you might consider an A because then you'll be listed first and people don't have to scroll as far. But if you're looking for traditional publishing, between E and K tends to be that prime spot where your eyes fall. And we touched on this a little bit, but you also have to kind of consider the gender. There aren't many genres out there that being a particular gender matters. But I would say, like we talked about with Lee's, action is one of them and romance is another. Mm -hmm. It is rare that you're going to find a book written by a man that is in the romance section. One of my favorite examples of a pen name being used to obscure a gender is actually S.E. Hinton wrote The Outsiders, and she is female. I did not know previously that this was written by a female. I thought S.E. Hinton was a male. There you go. (laughs) But the S.E. obscures the gender, and so she went by first initial, middle initial, last name. You'll often see that format of pen name with fantasy authors. J.K. Rowling... J.R.R. Tolkien. C.S. Lewis. Although if your name was Clive Staples Lewis, you'd go by C.S. Lewis also. It's true. (laughs) So those are just some things to take into consideration when you're choosing your name. Another part of writing is naming characters. We have so many characters in our books, at least in fantasy, that it can be difficult to come up with names for every single one of them. One of the things that I do when I'm naming my characters, whether it's modern day or takes place in some other time, is I will try to make sure that nobody begins with the same first letter. And if they do, they definitely don't end with the same last letter. If you've ever read anything by Tolkien, you can understand why I've come to this conclusion. So having a different first letter for each of your characters makes a huge difference in just comprehending and keeping track of the characters. Names for your characters also come with some heavy implications. There are certain personalities and stereotypes attached to a lot of names. So if you hear the name Helga, what do you picture? If you hear the name Elizabeth, what do you picture? If you hear the name Jack, what do you picture? A lot of royal names carry that implication with them. If you have a Victoria or you have an Elizabeth in your story, they will carry that elegance and that nobility with them, regardless of if you as an author want them to, that is the impression that your readers will get. So when you're picking out a name for your character, that's something to keep in mind. So how do you pick out your names? You write mostly modern action. So what are some things that help you in the process? So most people who know me as an author will know that I am terrible at naming characters. So I have a lot of tricks that I can pull out of my sleeve in order to come up with names. One of those tricks is actually watching the credits on a TV show or a movie because those are sufficiently obscure and random. There are no preconceptions that go with the gaffers in the Avengers series. Another thing that you can do is go to a graveyard. Mm-hmm. You can just take a look at the tombstones. It's really interesting what people have come up with on how to name and spell the names of people. You have to approach that with a grain of salt, though, because names are generational. You'll have a lot of 
Braden's coming up. So if you are writing a young adult series, having a Braden might make sense. If your character's grandfather is named Braden, it doesn't make as much sense because we as an audience don't know many grandfathers. You might be better off with a Victor. If you're trying to come up with a name for somebody in a specific generation, research it. Go online, hit up Google, and try to find out what were the most popular names for that era, for this 10-year gap. So as a fantasy author, how do you come up with names? I slam my head on the keyboard. Actually, I slam my hands across the keyboard and then try to make something out of it. Just get a a cat to walk across the keyboard and then go, Pretty much. (laughs) That, I don't do that quite as extreme anymore. A lot of the times I will look up names, go to like a baby name website and find a specific language that fits whatever story I'm writing and then pick names from that culture. Worst comes to worst, there are name generators online. You can just Google baby names. You can Google fantasy names. You can Google these name generators and they'll come up with some interesting things. You can put your own twist on it. Have fun with it. You are the author. Enjoy the ride. So we only have time for a couple more quick ones. When can I start calling myself a writer? Now, if you're writing, you're a writer. What is the difference between a writer, an author, and a novelist? Writers write. Authors publish. Novelists is a subcategory of authors that generally focuses on fiction. Last question. Can I use a name for a character if I already know somebody by that name? Yes. Especially if you're writing in a modern context where you are using earth names, you're going to use names that you've heard on someone before. You may be cautious about naming people after someone you hate. Like, don't name your villain after someone you hate, because that's just tacky. The only time I would say to avoid this is an autobiography, because you don't want to get sued. Name them something different, and then you can say, based on a true story. And a lot of autobiographies have the disclaimer at the front going, hey, I changed the names, don't kill the person such and such, because they have some resemblance to me. Of course, that changes a little bit if you get specific permission from the people who you're going to be writing about in your autobiography. I think that about wraps it up for the question, what's in a name? There's a lot in a name. We've gone over discussing that. For our next episode, we're going to get into the question of, am I a terrible writer? Which is one I ask myself constantly. (laughs) Every time I hit you with edits. But until then write selfishly if you have a question or comment for our hosts or a topic you'd like us to cover send us an email at writingroots at aspenhousepublishing.com or find us on facebook by searching for aspenhouse publishing 